0: Welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse languages and cultures in Australia and around the world. I'm Lourdes García Larque. On today's show, I will be speaking with two young Colombian artists, Catherine Geiler and Maria Peña. We will be speaking about their artwork and their upcoming exhibition, Inhabited, a Magical Realism, that will open on Tuesday, February 2, at 45 downstairs in Melbourne. Catherine is originally from Colombia, and she completed a fine arts studies at RMIT University here in Australia. Her work incorporates painting, drawing, printmaking, and illustration. Maria Peña is also originally from Colombia, where she studied fine arts at the Art School Academia Superior de Artes in Bogotá, and completed her postgraduate studies at RMIT here in Australia. Her work Includes all paintings on canvas, sculptural fabric pieces, mural painting and installation projects. And both artists have been exhibited in a number of venues around Australia, their native Colombia, and other countries. I will leave their full biographies and links to their personal websites in the links to this week's show. But now I'm really keen to talk with them. Welcome to the TriCR Studios and welcome to Accent of Women.
1: Hello, Lourdes. Thank you for having us. Hello, Lourdes. Thanks very much for the invitation.
0: Well, the title of your group exhibition is Inhabited, a Magical Realism. And it is a collection, as you mentioned in your press release, of visual metaphors representing identities in transition, disintegration and reconstructions, partly of Australian multicultural landscape. So let's go bit by bit. And one thing that drew my attention is how you describe your work as magical realist, as part of the magical realism, or Realismo Magico in Spanish. Um, maybe you can start by telling our listeners what exactly is magical realism.
1: Yeah, well, r- magical realism, as the, as the word said, <laughs> is um, magic based in reality. Um, it's magic in the natural world, and um, magic realism works with images or uh, words that come from reality but are presented in a magical way, in a mythical way. The fantastic, the unreal, that is strange to be- believe but, but exists. And in Latin America, uh, it started with uh, literature, the main uh, writer is uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, as who is main, Colombian, who is like Colombian. you. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Between other authors like uh, Isabel Allende and Borges, and um, so as Maria is telling us, so as these are stories that uh, are based on real um, situations or times uh, and spaces. Um, they they treat topics of uh, so, you know social issues or a specific societies, but it's fused with uh, fantastic elements. So it makes the everyday somehow magical and fantastic.
0: Some of these authors that you are mentioning, like yeah, he said that the Latin American reality is magical realism. Like some magic is there
1: mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, it exceeds the surrealism. Different from subrealism that comes from the unconscious and the mind, the magical realism, being subreal, it's real from real scenarios and real um, experiences, but presented in a mythical way, and that, that is why it's magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that magic is,
0: if in my understanding, also derived from the traditional cultures and different symbolisms and myths. And legends and all these like magical thinking that comes from the different roots we have in Latin America, like the indigenous cultures and the African cultures, and so on.
2: Yeah, I guess it's a recognition of the magic that inhabits the world, and that's something that we really
1: are. Uh, we're really inspired by. Yeah, and it's also uh, the the location or the position you have uh, in front of the real. That is unreal. And this is why it is important to reflect it in our paintings. That's what we believe. Um, in Latin America, um, there are many of these scenarios happening every day that for another cultures, maybe uh, first world cultures, may be unreal or un- unbelievable, but it exists. And we coexist every day into these scenarios. I understand that the
0: difference between surrealism, for example, and magical realism is that in the surreal, the things are sort of represents the impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but in magical realism, it's, it's like magic mm-hmm. uh, living in reality. How is that represented in your artworks? I have been looking at some of your different artworks and mm-hmm. uh, at least yours, scattering are mainly portraits. How do you incorporate this? El- magical elements in your portraits.
2: Yeah, so um, in this series of works, I've, I've been portraying uh, people from Melbourne, uh, from diverse cultures, and um, we've we've been talking about a lot uh, the, about the experience of migrating people, um, moving around the world, being relocated, and and Melbourne is a is a is a place full of uh, these experiences and that's specifically the the kind of ec- magical realism we were looking into so in 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 the in the works that I'm presenting I try to portray the person but with elements from their maybe a memory or something from their past and that um may be pretty abstract in words but that in in an in a vision could could work out as a reconciling object or um, as a as a route back to their homeland, or as a route that connects them to the to the new place they're living in. Um, so yeah, the the, the works are uh, a fusion of that reality and also an imaginary landscape that I created based on what I whatever inspired me from that person.
0: Ah, So did you, um, just to clarify, and I'm just trying to um, see how I'm reading these portraits. Um, are, is this a, like a memory you are creating or did it take interviewing and knowing this person to try to recreate mm-hmm. their own journey and their memory?
2: Most of the people there are people that I had um, quite long conversations with. I also have um, a girl, which she's uh, the daughter of a friend of mine. Which inspires me a lot because she's um, she's she grew up here as an Australian, but she's um, the daughter of a Brazilian and a Salvadorian, a, a woman from Salvador, and and she represents that that power of the Latin roots, but she she's Australian, and and so for, that's a good example um, of one of the of the works that I'm presenting, which is this 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 um. This new generation, yeah, like that they're carrying the roots but at the same time the roots are growing somewhere else. And that seems like a very poetic um process to me. And in, in the different pieces I found these these um, different processes uh which apply to many experiences of other people too. <laughs> uh which I found uh really Yeah, inspiring. Hmm. And both of you incorporate
0: a lot of natural elements, flowers, plants, um, face painting that are part of rituals of different cultures. How do you use, especially you, Maria? But I see those elements in your work too, Catherine. How do you use that, and what do they mean in in, in your artwork? Like, what does how does nature play a role in your work?
1: Yeah. Well, um, it has to do also with um, reconciliation with our uh, natural um, our natural realities as human beings the connection with nature and that is uh, also makes reference to memory um, and how we experience uh, the landscape and those elements may bring memories from the past from two different spaces overlapped spaces so there are Uh, Some images in this exhibition, especially in in Inhabited, where I include a lot of um, flowers and leaves that I didn't use much before. My work was connected with memory as well, but more surrealistic. But in this opportunity, I'm also um, using real characters or inspiring from real characters and connecting that to nature as in bringing that magic realism that this immigration experience has. Yeah, and just to add on that, I think um, a good way to
2: think about this, uh, this question of what you use in a painting or an image is you're trying to unlock the meaning through kind of symbols. Mm-hmm. You, you're symbolizing a, a concept. And um, our, our way to connect to a place or a memory does have to do a lot with either simple elements or, or basic human needs. Um, and for us to portray one person, uh, this is also another idea we've been talking about where, where where you are inspired to portray one person, but this experience can apply to many people. Mm-hmm. So you're also kind of um, expressing an idea that that sometimes even um, has a deeper meaning than just that one face. Mm-hmm. So that may be another way to, yeah, to also, interpret it.
1: Yeah, also the bringing natural elements into the images. Um, creates a mythical um, image or create (laughs) bringing natural elements into the image and um, coexisting with the human being bring that mythical element that we want to reflect in the works and that's what we are using it.
2: The other thing is like animals we we also use animals as well as plants and all of that it's It's also that recognition of we have so much to learn from nature and more specifically going back to inhabited the magic of realism, where we are investigating all of these transitions of migration for example the the use of birds and and thinking about how how do they nest and how do they move and and they they go through processes and and there's um But they also have homes, they're they're specifically from from one place, but then they're moving around the globe and I don't know, I I got really
1: inspired by Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. No, and and um, I did some, we did some workshops with um, primary and secondary school kids and it was very inspiring to see them transforming themselves through a face painting and bush hair sort of workshop that we developed and... To see how they they, they look after when you take the photo and they see themselves in a way of a mythical form.
0: If you just tuned in, we are listening to Accent of Women on satellite across Australia. And we are speaking with Catherine Gailer and Maria Peña, two Colombian artists living in Melbourne. And we are talking about their exhibition, Inhabited and Magical Realism, that will open on Tuesday, February the 2nd at 45 downstairs. If you want to find out more information, we will leave links to the event and to their artwork. In your Facebook event eh, that listeners can find on our program's website, Inhabited and Magical Realism, you have mentioned that your exhibition has been inspired and influenced by Nigerian writer Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. So she gave a talk about the danger of a single story that you mentioned that was influential in you thinking about this exhibition, where she talks about the importance of um, having different narratives to, to describe what we perceive as our reality, um, and particularly those realities that belong that don 't belong to the mainstream to the west, particularly um, that, those realities that are not the world of the colonizers and those in power um, so tell us what is your reading of the words of Chimamanda that uh, m- and what do they mean in your work?
2: Yeah, well, that woman she's amazing, and I think uh, the most uh important thing for me is to to acknowledge that many stories matter every single story matters and each person has their own way to to connect with 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 this and has the right to do it and unfortunately um we we have lived in a world for a long time where there isn't space for everybody to um to make sense of their own experience and i think it's important because as she uh, mentions as well in in her talks it is the way we also connect. If, if you don't connect with your own story, you, you won't be able to really um, have a connection with a person, with another person. So um, I think it's as simple as that. We need to listen more and, and be, be more
1: open to, to difference. Yeah, and especially in a country as Australia that is multicultural, where there are many countries in just one and many stories that are building this identity. And it is important to hear those stories and to acknowledge them as to reinvent a new identity. And this is what it is, her work, I think, for Mm. us. And, and what, why we want to reflect uh, these other stories. Through images, to, through symbols in our work, mm.
0: so I think your work talks a, a lot about the um, like the changing face of Australia and like the different experiences that make what Australia is today. There were a few words uh, reading on, about your your exhibition that stuck in my mind and and one of them was the word you used to describe yourselves, where you said you used the word immigrants you wrote that, uh, that you are both immigrants in Australia. And that made me think a lot about discussions that happened last year in, in the context of the so-called refugee crisis in Europe. And articles that were published, uh, for example, in the BBC, there was this very extensive article about choosing words to describe Migration and what words are used to describe a person? If he's a migrant, if he's an expat, mm. if he's a refugee, mm. or what? Was there a particular purpose on you using, choosing that
2: word? I think it's a complex question because um, we've been here for a long time, but there are always these conflicted ideas that, about where where exactly you're from now you know it's kind of a limbo mm-hmm. and i think um being uh, saying we're immigrants uh, it could work for both thi- th- things you know what i mean like you could be an immigrant and be uh living in australia or moving around i think it's a we used it as as it is as flexible as our kind of current situation
1: yeah you're n- not here not there in some way but in both and you are made from both spaces and from both cultures, and move moving in mm. between cultures, and from there we we think the, the word reflects our experience, and what what we want to reflect is not uh, as a negative way, yeah. but as a um, magical way of being to mm. languages, being to cultures, being to spaces, uh, sort of power. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think we—it's an interesting question. Yeah. I never thought about it, but um, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, I think we didn't say Australian-based artists because it, it would make a, a, a fixed kind of identity in place, and we are not a fixed in, in a place. We yeah. are
1: we are we are moving, mm-hmm. and as as the the word immigrant also. Relates to that movement here and there, going and coming, and this is what we are. And this reality, we are reconciling with this reality mm-hmm. that we believe is constructive, in a way, you no, know, it's not negative. Yeah.
0: Well, you are both Latin American, Colombian, particularly, and it's reflected in your artwork, all the artwork you do. Like I know, Catherine, you are also a singer and a performer in a number of bands around Australia. And you, Maria, you do, well, in your exhibition in in Habitat, you will present mainly paintings, but you have also developed a lot of installation work and more sculptural work. So you move through space and time and beyond. And I'm very interested to talk to you about how, uh, when I saw your work and I felt like, ah, yeah, this feels like a Latin American art. But then I was thinking like, ah, what exactly do I mean with that? I would like to reflect a bit with you about what ha- that has mean for you as artist here in Australia, or in other places where you have been. Um, I'm Mexican, and I feel sometimes there is like an expectation about what you should be when you are Mexican or Colombian or Latin American. People yeah. seem to get upset if I say that my favorite food is not tacos. Or <laughs> I don't seem Mexican enough. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any sort of pressure about in the art sphere about what your art should be? And I put in quotation marks. Is there an expectation about what is Latin American art? Is there any expectations yeah. in Australia?
2: Mm. Look, we do we do have to. Um, it's a big challenge to deal with stereotypes, and I think there are there are massive stereotypes here about what um, Latin America is, especially as as Latin America is a continent, but each country is pretty different, and um, starting from that, and in different in the different art forms, art forms it changes. I think in the music industry, the pressure is a lot higher, because mm-hmm. um, I I talk from the experience from um, being a performer. Then sometimes you're you're expected as a Colombian only to sing salsa or cumbia, and to in the reality is that there are a lot. Um, of other rhythms traditional rhythms as well and we also um, are uh, being uh, affected by other um, musical experiences here so we do enter into fusion and and it is um, sometimes a challenge to be expected just to uh, come and perform this stereotype within the visual arts I think it's a a little bit more difficult uh, to have just one stereotype as it is such a uh, kind of like wide um, angle however I think the difficult part is how to incorporate the way in which a Latin American would express an image and how would Australians do Australia is going through their own processes processing contemporary art in their contemporary arts in in Latin America is in another process Mm -hmm. and we come from there and coming to a process where it's in a different stage it is a challenge. It is quite difficult. So I don't know if it will be the Latin American stereotype in visual arts, but more the time and space where the arts are located.
1: Yeah, I think we have passed that stage where the Latin American art has been considered as a, uh, aside from the European or American arts. Uh, I think we have become into the global world of contemporary art and um it's been recognized m- as different more than exoticized as it used to be before mm-hmm. it's um telling new things and giving another um, debate some perspectives and in that way um, is it, it has become part of the global arts and it is important because of that i think yeah but um in australia i haven't felt felt any pressure uh, somehow when you analyze your work and what you are doing and why you are doing it, it comes at reality as a Latin American it comes yeah. spontaneously yeah in the in the subconscious it just comes away comes out, yeah, I think what you just said
2: is really important because um when you ask what what is really then Latin American in in your visual arts, and I think it's a question more of a saying it comes from that essence. From, from that essence, from the inside of each of us, and it will be Latin American somehow, you know, in different ways, yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that ni- these last five years, especially, in, well, in, in all Latin America and in Colombia, it's recognizing that magic realism, not as that marginal art or naive or kitsch art, but as part of our reality and Included into the contemporary art as um, meaning, meaningful, f- and yeah, for mm-hmm. us. So um, I will just like to like start wrapping
0: up. Going back to your exhibition in particular, how does the exhibition came up together? Did you look at your work and realize that there were these commonalities that made it an exhibition, or did you plan it in advance? How does this well, work?
1: I think it was just. We had seen our, each other's works before, and we are both painters, and we have our background as uh, yeah, drawing, painting, and printing. Also, the way we express the images and the colors connects us, and we started talking, yeah, like meeting and talking about mm-hmm. art and the uh, common things, the common elements that we had in our works. And from there, uh, three words came to develop a series of works that were memory, identity, and myth. And it was a great process. We did a lot. It's been um,
2: about, I don't know, 10 months since we've been working on this.
1: And it also came from the necessity to work in collaboration, as many other expressions of art do, as the performing arts, always work with other artists. And we wanted to inspire from each other's works and work in collaboration. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's a, a, that's a very interesting thing about this project for me is that um, I'm, I'm, I really want to keep collaborating now more within the visual arts with more artists. It's It really brings um, a, a new perspective to your own practice and you end up, like we were talking with Maria when we were seeing the images, how much they're connecting mm-hmm. in little elements, even though the images are very different, but then we because we've been having all this research, we We've been just thinking about the same,
1: uh, we've been looking into the same direction. Yeah, so developing works around a topic that interests us both and creating the works, inspiring ourselves and learning from each other. I, I think we learn a lot from techniques, from discussions, from images, and this is, Very very relevant, yeah. In the development, professional development as well, yeah. So if you are in Melbourne, don't miss
0: out the opening night of the this exhibition we have been talking about, Inhabited and Magical Realism that will begin on Tuesday the second of February at forty five downstairs on forty five Flinders Lane in Melbourne. The opening nights begin at 5 p.m. on Tuesday and the exhibition will run between the 2nd of February and the 13th of February. For more information, you can check the event's Facebook group, Inhabited a Magical Realism, or you can also find information on the 45 Downstairs website. You just listened to Accent of Women, where we had a conversation with Catherine Gailer and Maria Peña to Colombian artists working and exhibiting their work in Melbourne. If you want to hear this show again, or any of our other programs, you can download the podcast from the 3CR website. That's www.3cr.org.au with the digit 3 and not spelled out in letters. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning into the show today. I'm Lourdes García Larque, and I look forward to your company in our next program.